0: You're reviewing Westeros it is an entertainment talks podcast for Game of Thrones on HBO and Sky Atlantic I'm your host Matthew joining me today my co-host is David how are you today
1: I'm very well thanks cool
0: um we're back for season eight episode five the penultimate episode for the entire series not just the season because uh, it's the final season uh season eight episode five the bells what did you think of this episode
1: <laughs> well, um, talk about an episode that's really really divided the fan community mm. um if, if the season hadn't already done so, yeah yeah, I mean i th- there has been a lot of criticism this season of the writing, and overall, I've actually been on the side of of finding the writing okay. I haven't really had a had a huge problem with it um there were a few issues with this episode, I think um mm. but more so than the others. And But it's not purely an issue with the writing. It's more an issue with it feels very rushed. You know, they're, they're sort of jumping into kind of plot points and not really building to them well enough. Um, the main thing with this one for me was Daenerys' turn from basically being sort of, you know, this, this arc of hero to baddie. I, I just didn't sit well with me. I mean, I know they have been building to it. Um, It just it didn't work for me that at all, really. Um, I have no problem with her. I have no problem with her ultimately ending up as essentially the Mad Queen because they have been kind of pointing towards that this season. But so I I don't have a problem with her getting there. I, I think it's more the way of how they got her there felt a bit sort of shortcut you know it i i think it's more that that i had a problem with um there was some great stuff in this episode as well um you know game ball we finally got and i thought that was done brilliantly it's beautifully directed and shot um i think they did a they did a fantastic job of that um but yeah the the i, I think more than anything else that and um. am jamie as well jamie's arc i think could have been handled better those are the two main bits that where i have issues i think more than anything else what sure. about you um yeah i
0: i do still think this episode's amazing um i do think it, it does have a couple of problems and things that we we will talk about um and like obviously then danny is the the biggest uh, discussion piece of the episode um yeah i think that well she's basically irredeemable now because she's just gone from left to yeah. right fr- from back to front to left to right to the, from king's landing just burning people and that's about it i would have liked to, at some point in the episode i mean she does pause at one point but i would have liked to as she's going from left to right or whatever direction she's going um to seeing a shot where like if you put um a camera on the dragon's back or something and it points up towards uh danny's face as she's doing this and see a bit more of her emotion during the act of doing that because you see her obviously emotion before and there's there's a lot that you can read about her kind of expression you know when she's sitting on the wall or where, wherever she's sitting um, yeah. on one of the buildings on the dragon and she's looking at the bell and well basically everything and they give her that last sort of shot before she flies off and starts burning the city uh there's a lot that you could read about that and to me it's this idea of um She's sort of looking at, you know, obviously the tower where, where Cersei's standing. Um, and thinking like, okay, that throne's just... Well, not in that room that Cersei's in, but it's, it, it's this throne is here and it's everything I kind of wanted. And like, do I want to do this kind of thing? And then her kind of... I mean, she's probably thinking about a lot of different things that even we um, probably aren't, aren't aware of. Because when, when a person's in that kind of situation, there's probably a lot of thoughts going through her head. Like, she's got all her troops on the ground, and she's on this dragon, she has this option, and Cersei's up. There's a lot going on in the moment for her. Uh, I mean, for everybody, there kind of is, but um, specifically for her. Um, I do think it makes her an irredeemable character. um, Yeah. Because, because, like, I mean, if she flies over and um, goes straight to the window... And, uh, you know, burns maybe burns Cersei like, or wh- whatever she does. She goes to attack Cersei, not necessarily kills her, but she goes up to that window and attacks her. Maybe she succeeds, maybe she doesn't. Uh, and then maybe she accidentally takes out some of the building and it falls down and then doesn't go and burn the whole city. That's much better because you also have the whole surrender thing and she definitely she does go and burn the city after the whole surrender yeah, thing. And it's the like, surrender. okay, w- w- the, the big question is to why. Um, I mean, it's not completely out of nowhere because we did know about the whole build-up and the Mad Queen stuff and everything like that. I just don't think it clicked quite as well as it could have and yeah. prob- and probably should have. Um, so it's not like as if uh, um, John decided to become a-, a Mad King or something and he started slaughtering innocent people. Yeah, would be more. You-, you know what I mean? There is a build-up and a reason as to why she's doing this and the whole Missandei thing. And is is it Rhaegar the uh, the dragon?
1: uh it's drogon drogon the one that she's no, I mean, on. the one that died uh, the one uh, that died
0: rhaegar rhaegar yeah uh, the, the death of the dragon and everything um i think the one thing they could have possibly done is save that dragon's death until this yeah
1: episode, i i thought died. exactly the same thing actually if yeah. you if you killed the dragon this episode that could have pushed Daenerys to a point where she'd snapped mm. um the, uh, that that i think was probably the biggest misstep had they put that in this and the dragon go down um maybe while she's attacking the fleet this time that really you know i mean there, there was a big gap between you know the the stuff last week and the stuff this week I, I think it would have worked perfectly well had they killed that dragon this week while she was attacking the fleet and that would have worked much better because then it really gives that almost instant impetus of 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 danny going screw these people i'm going to burn everything you know so i i think that was probably where the mistake was and i don't know why they decided to do that that last week rather than this week
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: um so even though we have like a couple of
0: problems with the episode and stuff i think the i I mean i won't dive too much into it because there's no need to But the backlash of the season that I've seen online, and I won't dig into it too much, has been just
1: absurd. uh, Yeah, yeah, it has. It has. I mean, you know, there there haven't been. uh, There's been a lot of criticism of the writing this season, and I don't see that at all. Um, You know, I think there's. Yes, there's been issues here and there, but overall, I don't think it's been a huge shoot problem for most of this season. Yeah. Uh, I can understand people have issues this episode. I mean, even on Thronecast, the, you know, the show that they do for sky Atlantic over here afterwards, mm-hmm. even there you could, and there, they're like the biggest fans. Um, and even there you could tell they were struggling a little bit with this episode. <laughs> so
0: I mean you know. I mean it's kinda of supposed to make you feel a little bit like that because this character that we followed and loved has now turned into a mad queen and is killing innocent <laughs> people. You are supposed to have an emotional kind of reaction to it. Uh yes. and you're supposed to be kinda of conflicted because there's a good person still in um Danny, but she's just done this horrible thing. So Yeah, I,
1: I think that's I think that's the, the problem. I think the 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 ter- the the way she turns um, of you know they were surrendering they were you know the bells were going they were surrendering and she still goes screw all these people I'm going to burn everybody alive uh, and I I can see why maybe they wanted that and they didn't want to give her any form of out you know it's like oh she's completely lost it you know they mm-hmm. had had they lost the dragon this week then maybe. That would have allowed some people to go. Okay, well, I understand why she's she's gone that far. The problem is that they didn't give it any sort of decent enough reason for her to suddenly decide to completely massacre innocence mm-hmm. this time. And I, and I, I almost kill her own people, like Arya. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And whoever yeah, else was, know, was there? Just, just randomly Imperial. killing, absolutely, yeah. Just, just massacring everything and just get this bloodlust. And you know, had you lost the Um, the dragon this week i think that would have been you know a far more justifiable thing i think had you moved that um so i you know and but i think i and i think that probably still would have worked although you would have had some people going okay i can see why you know danny snapped at that point but it would have still allowed john to go you know this is this is insane and and rides up against her which we assume is what's going to happen next week but it's yeah so i i think that was just very badly done i think that's that's the the issue more than anything else and yeah. then there is the whole jamie thing um the whole what sorry there is the whole jamie thing as well uh jamie and cersei thing which uh, yeah. you know i'm sure we'll come to. but
0: um, this, this might come across as a silly question but do you think they're
1: actually dead I, they
0: did have a castle dropped on them. It's <laughs> been tricked by TV too many times yeah, to where, that... like, oh, this character died, but you don't you don't see you them don't see body. Yeah, it, and I mean, it,
1: there has I was, been. Yeah. If it
0: was going to be a shot of rubble on top of Jamie and Cersei and they look dead, like afterwards, then I would have believed it. But they simply have the rubble come like towards them because the building's being destroyed as it's coming towards them, and then it cuts as the rubble is like
1: taking them out. Um, yeah, so. I... I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent. I mean, I might sure. sound stupid, but <laughs> no. I, I I mean, I I I agree with you there. The fact that you didn't, you know, you saw the rubble drop onto them, you assume they're dead, and I would assume that they're dead. I guess, but you know, it is. It's not completely impossible that maybe <sighs> they they survived, but I find it unlikely. I yeah. think. I mean, uh, I've right,
0: got hours bad situations with rubble, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. But, Actually, but yeah. I... In in terms of the the rest of the episode, I mean, Game of Thrones has always looked good. There, that's never been a a shortcoming of Game of Thrones. Um. And it will also never be boring to see a dragon like. Granted, yeah. she's killing good and bad people because she's tr- she's killing like the Iron Fleet and all that in this episode. Watching a dragon like fly and burn stuff will never yeah. get old. So uh, yeah. that's that. And uh, again, that's always been one of Game of Thrones' strengths. So. Yes. Um, that always looks great, and of course all like the big battle stuff that will look really great and everything. So uh that that that's where the like excellence of the episode comes across as well. Um so yeah, it was a fantastic episode, just had like, you know, small issues with, with issues. characters and stuff. But yeah. um I mean I, 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 I mean I in terms feel... of uh like people saying, Oh, it's been too rushed and stuff, um it it does feel slightly like that, but would you yeah. prefer a season that's like almost almost slow, or like sort of slow, or something that's more like short and sweet. Um, I I I mean, there was a middle ground, but...
1: Yeah, I think maybe you could have squeezed a couple more episodes in, and just to build a little bit more of of the Daenerys stuff, maybe, you know, and that descent into madness, Um, maybe there is a little bit more you could have done with that, but uh, I have to say, I, I feel very sorry for um, all those people out there that have named their children Khaleesi and Daenerys, and I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, okay, um, yeah. And so
0: they, and those people must have known there's a possibility, like, oh, even <laughs> in like season four and three when it was like early Game of Thrones, where it's like, oh, there's yeah. there's rumour this this uh D- Danny could become like a mad queen. Oh, I'll name my my child uh, Khaleesi. So yeah. Um, so, so yes, your own fault really,
1: but yes. Maybe,
0: maybe <laughs> if, you, if you're going to do that, name your child like uh, Danny or something, because then it doesn't directly. Yes. Because <laughs> you know you could be called Danny and not be related to that character. So yes. I don't know. Um. But yeah. That that's, that's that as well. Uh. I think that's all the pre-talk that we've got for you. Let's tell you what else we've been up to on entertainment talk. Today's sponsor is Kualo. If you would like to get started with a domain name and a website today. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, we did have the State of the Play, uh, State of Play, uh, the day after last week's podcast. What we did was sort of break the podcast up a little bit in a way where we uh, did some, I guess, kind of late predictions of what might happen in the State of Play. But we did get the podcast out like a day before uh, the State of Play was uh, had come out. Did you manage to see any of that Sony's uh, State of Play thing, where they no, they showed no, some like, upcoming games and stuff like that? Uh, but basically, what we're going to be doing. It's because the State of Play is uh, out there now as well. Uh, later today we'll be discussing what Sony did um, reveal in that uh, thing as well. And if you if you missed it, if you weren't aware it was a thing or whatever, there's actually two of them out at the moment. Uh, and they're probably on PlayStation's YouTube channel or on YouTube or something like that. Uh, so if you want to see what Sony's announced, I think the, last, the other one was like two months ago or about a month ago or something. Uh, so if you missed the announcements there of uh, some stuff, um, you can go and check those out on YouTube. Uh, we also talked about... Um, borderlands 3 because there was microtransactions that aren't microtransactions but people think they were microtransactions but <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, okay uh and some some vr stuff as well which we talked about um what else did we do uh speaking of vr super hot uh vr let's play i did yeah a let's play for for that on playstation vr um i think it's available on pc it's available on xbox one outside of the the vr version because xbox doesn't have vr uh, and it's also, of course, available on, um, PlayStation VR, and you can get it, I think, the normal version on PlayStation as well, uh, but it's not on Switch, at least at the moment, so, um, and yeah, that was pretty fun to do, it's about 15 minutes, so if you want to see me attempt to kill, uh, little characters in a sort of VR Matrix-type slow-motion thing, or where you can stop time, you can watch that as well. Uh, Dead to Me Season 1 is out there
1: available on Netflix at the moment, came out, what, last week, the week before, maybe? Uh, uh like yes. That something like that it is actually the most watched show on netflix they've just announced on twitter dead to me what, all uh for this year. no or... um for uh the last month oh, I think, right, the last, say, sorry last quick. week last week so uh yeah top three were dead to me riverdale and lucifer so
0: cool um yes my season one review is out there uh, if you guys listen to it of course, spoiler free and spoilers as well a uh, bit difficult to talk about that one without spoilers but i managed to give you my spoiler free impressions as well in there so you can check that out uh the flash has been continuing for season five they're still going even though they started in october uh yeah. these seasons um but we did a catch up podcast for roughly episode uh yeah so we came back for the flash for season five episode 20 or roughly fi- 16 to 20 for the season because we do those in chunks so that's the flash for the back half of season five and we've got two episodes left and we'll of course be back for episode 22 because there's not 23 episodes there's 22 this season right uh same for arrow i'm pretty sure as well um What else do we have? Um, Batman. Uh, He's not been on TV for a long time, at least in live-action form, uh, and I talked about why doesn't DC and Warner Brothers want that to happen? Uh, And if it doesn't happen, we won't have a live-action Batman on a screen until, what, 2021? Because that's the next time the film's... Yes, something like that. There's that. Uh, Part 3 of Avengers Endgame coverage. This was me on my own, just breaking it. More sort of breaking down moments that meant more to me or moments that sort of stood out as compared to other ones so i listed them and went through them and broke them down and talked about my thoughts and feelings uh if you missed parts one and two they're both linked in that uh, podcast as well part one is me and david and part two is me and robert uh with those two uh they are spoiler free and spoiler but part three is spoilers only which i put in the title so don't blame me if you get spoiled on that part uh the united cast episode two the united cast is now available on itunes i've added it to the schedule and to the itunes feeds feed to page uh episode two i do a wrap up of the premier league 18 to 19 season uh where man city won the the premier league so i talked about that and i also talked about how you could potentially rebuild man united and what squad they could put out at the moment all that kind of stuff and some more things there um and then of course the dc shows arrow we do have uh episode uh 20 for season 7 which we did yesterday uh so you can check that out as well and of course we'll be back in two weeks for the season finale that's what we've been doing on entertainment org or on podcast platforms uh also a quick note as well uh if you yeah me and david did geek town this week and we talked about the upfronts and cancellations and renewals and uh that's the the the
1: final sort of wrap-up for that isn't it um, pretty much although there are a few things that are still coming in okay. uh just if you check the uh geektime.co.uk there are a few more stuff that's coming since we did that including the announcement that um empire was coming to an end after we we talked a little bit about that but uh that didn't come in until after we recorded um and uh things like the uh, star trek picard series has been picked up by amazon which came in afterwards and we didn't cover that so yeah there's there's there are still news coming in this week there's been a few more renewals and cancellations because the actual upfront presentations which is when they present everything uh when the u.s networks present everything to to people to the advertisers and stuff uh that the actual presentations are all through this week but they did a bunch of renewals and cancellations on friday prior to the upfronts so uh, that was mainly the stuff we're talking about and some of the new shows they picked up
0: cool and also the stuff that we've been up to so uh yes town.co.uk and geek town radio for all of that uh just a, it's got a quick note here it says this episode marks the final appearances of veris uh cersei jamie sandal clegane um gregor clegane euron Greyjoy, kyburn which who who he had a great death <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and uh and harry strickland who nobody cared about or pro- probably the average fan probably didn't even remember who that was so harry yes. Strickland, probably uh so there's that um at dragonstone veris is writing a letter about jon snow's true heritage uh when he is informed that daenerys targaryen who has been uh since become, uh distraught since missandei's death uh continues to refuse to eat jon uh, lands back at, at dragonstone um and veris attempts to convince him to take the iron throne but jon refuses to betray uh danny um yeah let's put a, a sort of pin in that a lot of people had the theory that because he's mentioning the eating Stuff that Varus is actually trying to poison Danny,
1: yeah, you see i didn't get that from that no that, i didn't um, ...scene, but um yeah i mean it it does sort of make sense maybe um that he could be trying to poison her, but i don't know i'm it doesn't seem like a necessarily i don't know it's difficult to know know where varus's head is exactly at, whether he would actually actively try and poison her um i kind of i, think I don't know
0: he would I, I would go on the side that he would just because of the whole like you know there's the threat of what what she might do now and like Tyrion kind of knows and all that uh T- Tyrion knows about what she might become and stuff yeah. and um i think this is maybe varus's way of kind of dealing with it whereas Tyrion's always been more of a well apart from when he killed tywin um you know he's always he kept yeah. trying to go up to Danny and like try and convince her and try and convince her, but various I guess just decided to take a different route or route rather. Um, but yeah, yeah. I I, th- I think he he was, but like as like you said, I didn't pick up on that in the uh, in the episode itself. It was more like people were kind of talking about that after. I was like, oh right, the eating thing, and like he's kind of talking about that a bit, and he might have been trying to do that. So uh, we don't get any confirmation yeah. necessarily if he did or not um there's also this letter that he's writing to someone we don't well yeah find out it seems that to be is,
1: but... no and it, but he seems to be writing a series of them i mean it's it doesn't appear to yeah. just be one it, it appears to be him writing a bunch of different scrolls um to to send out on ravens so it you know he's trying to get the word out about John's true her- heritage that seems to be the case, so it's not it's not him writing like one letter to one person. it appears to be him writing multitudes of letters because when they come back for him later um he I think he actually burns you know he's in the middle of writing one and he kind of burns it to burn the evidence just in case and uh but you kind of i mean that's obviously not the same letter that he's writing when they come back to him, so clearly he's written a bunch of them and presumably sent them off on Ravens, so the word is out at this point.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was an interesting little bit as well. Uh, Tyrion informs Danny or plot and she has him brought before her and executed. Uh, having decided that fear is the only means uh she now has to assert herself, which we of course see later. Um yeah. I really like like uh Drogon kinda of coming out of the shadows. yeah or whatever will mean... come out of the darkness and the whole Dracharis and then his little pause and then uh, he obviously burned him. So
1: yeah, I mean, I, I thought that was that was really, and you did wonder whether maybe Drogon, would kind of, you know w- wasn't going to take the command at that point, but apparently, but you know, he did. Mm. And I, I mean, the moment that they had the conversation last week between Varys and Tyrion about you know the treason sort of thing that they were, we were joking about the fact that they were doing it in the Great Hall and how echoey that was, I, I, I think that. The moment they had that conversation, that signed Farris's death warrant. I mean, he, he there was no way he was going to survive until the end after they'd had that suggestion. I think it was it that was fairly obvious. Um, and it's interesting Tyrion actually going and sort of fessing up about it to Daenerys, because some people were saying, well, that's that's out of character for Tyrion. And I don't necessarily think he is. I think no, you know think so. Tyrion's. No, uh, Tyrion is very loyal to Daenerys, but I think he's also <laughs> extremely frightened of her as well. I mean, I I think I there do. is there <laughs> is a certain you know I mean Tyrion's kind of you know that that's the flagpole where he's nailed his flag to, but I think he's starting to get more and more uneasy as you know we've seen over the last couple of weeks, and I think that conversation with Varys last week. Although he's still saying, you know, I'm backing Daenerys. Daenerys is my queen, and he's still there with her. I, I think he is starting to think, you know, well, John probably would be better, but you know, he doesn't want it, and you know, Daenerys would be better than Cersei. I mean, and arguably that's possibly the case, uh, even after this week. Arguably that's still possibly the case, but mm. yeah, um, that whole scene I thought was was kind of uh, interesting, but I, you know. I think Varys. There wasn't really anything else she could have done at that point. Varys was going to get executed. He had betrayed her, and you know it was a fairly major betrayal. Um, unfortunately, she'd already got the word out, so you know it's it's not done any good. But yeah, um,
0: I did have a new prediction about the throne stuff, but I think I might I might save that for for the end, maybe um, to ah. do with uh, John and Danny and stuff. Yeah. Um, Tyrion tries to dissuade her from uh, attacking the common folk in King's Landing. Uh with Danny only accepting uh if the common folk surrender and ring uh the city bell. Uh Danny informs Tyrion that Jamie uh, has been captured on his way to King's Landing and threatens uh Tyrion with uh death should uh, he fail her again. I I I took this as Jamie got caught but by
1: the people of King's Landing, not by her people. Was that, was that no funny? no i th- i think her people caught jamie going as he was going south i think that was the case i i think you know it was it was daenerys's people that caught her th- that caught him okay um that that was because he was in daenerys's custody so you know uh and it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out whether she does kill Tyrion for that um because of the fact that he freed jamie I, and I think Tyrion was entirely right to do that. I know why he did that. I think it was entirely justifiable. Apart from the, I mean, there's there's various reasons. It's his brother. He's the only person that ever really loved him. Um, he wants to try and get a resolution to this that isn't going to cause mass bloodshed, and if he can, that would be, you know, the best thing. You've also got the fact that you know, Lannister always pays their debts, and and jamie had saved Tyrion before so Tyrion was returning the favor so I, I think there was a multitude of reasons for Tyrion to do that and i think that was perfectly in character for, for him to risk everything to do that um particularly when it comes to jamie so i think mm-hmm. that was all fine i mean just going back a little bit the um that that scene that we we kind of skipped over that you mentioned but we kind of skipped over where she she talks about um you know the i i'm i'm basically not loved here uh it's if i can't rule by love i'll rule by fear or whatever he yeah, it says i i think that's part of the problem is we kind of brush past that here and they sort of brush past it on the show and that's a vital vital bit of like i found you know, that when she said that line as well it was a bit quiet yeah as well y- it needed uh, if there's one criticism of the direction this week um although ultimately it's been shot very well uh, that almost needed to be like a really close-up shot of her face saying it directly to camera yeah, i well, mean it, a bit,
0: yeah a bit more it uh...
1: needed something that was like you know something clicked in a of of you know i'm gonna just take out everything and i think that was the other point where you could have really hammered home the the sort of you know Daenerys is really starting to become undone at this point. I mean you know we could tell that things weren't great when they went to talk to her, but but I think that scene gets brushed past so fast, and that is one of the points where you could have really nailed of a, a sort of you know oh dear, there's something not right here, mm-hmm. you know, and and put a much more uneasy feel on it and. Uh, yeah i and i think that's been the problem it's such a vital bit of of scene in in this whole episode considering you know all the other pointers that haven't really worked particularly well that was somewhere where you could have nailed it down and i think they messed that up i and i don't necessarily think that's a writing problem i think that's a directorial problem Possibly. Um, yeah yeah uh Tyrion visits
0: jamie and um Attempts to free him, uh, telling him that he must convince Cersei to surrender while making arrangements for them to be smuggled to uh, Pentos. Because he says about the boat, which we yeah. do see round the corner of the thing later. Um, yeah, this was a really, really well, well done scene with uh, Jamie and Tyrion.
1: Um, yeah,
0: it was again a little bit of like I couldn't quite hear everything that both of them were saying a little bit, um, but I got like okay, he's you know there for his brother and everything, and he wants him to get away and. Because of the whole, like you know, he did turn up. He did fight for the for the living and all that. Like he said, he he was going to. Um, yeah. And now he's kind of made this this. I mean, when when Jamie first goes there, you know, like okay, he's there for Cersei, but what's his plan? And then even like, as he's walking through uh, King's Landing and everything, it's like okay, he's trying to get to Cersei, but what's he going to do? And I I kind of have the feeling that maybe at multiple points in this episode um cuz possibly at, at this point with Tyrion and maybe while he's walking up to uh King's Landing or whatever that he may have changed his motivations like a couple of times as to what he's going to do with Cersei and then I I, yeah. and I even think that once he sees her at the in the in the room with the the map he's possibly changed his motivation like again or something yeah or, I, or like had or had like muddled motivations so
1: I I think I, yeah and I think that's been a bit of a problem and I think the the fact that that was sort of Jamie's motivation for going back was always left somewhat ambiguous uh, you know as we said at the end of the you know when he left uh, Brienne at the end of last week it would be kind of disappointing if he's going back just because he loves Cersei um and you know rather than going back to say to try and convince her to to stop and to to leave or to kill her, which you know, and I can understand him not necessarily wanting to go back to actually kill her and you know maybe convince her to leave and stand down. Otherwise, she's going to die. Again, I you know we'll we'll come on to the death stuff afterwards of whether that was appropriate, but um I, it kept that motivation very sort of vague, and I think maybe that could have been written a little better, um, and. I, yeah, the idea of Jamie going back because he loves her uh, just doesn't sit particularly well with me considering, you know, everything. And I mean, he is carrying, she is carrying his child, I guess. So there is that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I I don't know. It's I, I can see why people are upset with that choice of, of going back purely to try and save her. He certainly wasn't going back to fight for her. I think that was, I, I, you know, I'm fairly sure that was the case. He was going back to try and either convince her to leave. Um, and yeah, I don't think he would have ever had the heart to actually kill her. Um, but I think he was probably going back to try and convince her to stand down and leave. So it's sort of, it, it does make sense, you know, um, because if anybody could do it, Jamie probably was the one that could, mm. um, yeah. But like I said, so,
0: as he's making his journey and stuff like that, I think he's probably got mixed motivations as he's going to find her uh, yeah. to begin with, and in that moment where like he pauses and he sees her and he's been stabbed or whatever.
1: So I, uh, I mean, I, I have I have less of an issue with that than I know a lot of people. That are sort of Like, oh, Jamie's story arcs basically a circle, and so well, yeah, it is. But you know, the fact that he ends up having to go back to Cersei to try and get her to stand down, I, I, I don't. I, I don't think it was necessarily the best written the way that they did it, but I, I get that. I understand the motivation behind him doing that, you know, because it is his sister. It is the person that's carrying his babies It is the person that's, you know, he's loved since he was a small child. So, mm. yeah, I mean, it, it does kind of work. And I also understand his reaction when he finds her at the very end, you know, because she is effectively broken by that point. So, yeah. You know.
0: Uh at King's Landing the following morning Arya and uh, Sandor again enter the city and join a crowd uh pressing into the Red Keep, Or trying to get in there. Uh, Jamie yeah. also enters the city but is forced to make uh another route uh after the uh gates are shut, essentially <laughs> the Red Keep gates are shut. I do like his little attempt of like soldier here or or something that he says and he's raising his Yeah, and I he's guess, raising I his guess his the, signature the, Jamie the Lannister yeah. hand.
1: Yes, the um, Jamie hand. So I saw yeah. somebody post a, a great meme of that. It's like me trying to get served at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> just a shot of Jamie with his arm up in the air. But um, <clears throat> yeah, very yeah yeah. I, I thought that was good. that was quite good. Mm-hmm. Of but him they, sort of they either didn't see him
0: or didn't hear him or both. So yes, uh, there was a big well. crowd of people. So. Right, right. And I do like the fact that he did actually try. Okay, I can't get through this crowd and I can't get through the door, so I'm going to just simply go through through the other way. So. Um, there's that bit, um, and yeah, Arya and Sandor are both there ready to, well, pr- presumably attack Cersei in some way, but we've got the there for uh, the mountain, so that was pretty good to see. Uh, aboard Drogon, Daenerys uh, destroys the Iron Fleet, so this is before she destroys the city, uh, destroys the Iron Fleet, and uh, wall-top defence Scorpions before blasting open the city's wall and uh, incinerating the Golden Company uh, arrayed outside it, thus allowing her allied uh, army to enter King's
1: Landing because it and, yeah it, it, so, uh, opens the front. So this was a this was another criticism of it, but I thought this was brilliantly done because it's one of these things of of them having built up oh you know the Golden Company these big mercenary arms and built and introduced this guy that's you know the leader of the Golden Company and you know he's this sort of like you know, square-jawed kind of you know good-looking person that's the, the leader of the golden company yeah, they're all outside and and then daenerys just comes in and flattens a lot of them i i was okay with that i thought that was absolutely brilliant because you know they're built up at this big thing and then suddenly you know the dragon comes along and they're like oh crap and <laughs> just lays waste to everything um there was a lot of criticism of the fact that he that that drogon you know and daenerys take down the iron fleet so easily and again you see i i don't have a huge problem with the way that was done i actually think you know she's she knows what the where the weapons are now she knows what sort of control they have over them which is limited to a certain extent as we said before, saying last week you kind of fly behind them it's very difficult for them to spin those things round mm-hmm. quite quickly Often, like sort of above in a way as well yeah they can't can't, like you know if you're straight over the top of them they can't actually you know i mean they are on multiple ships so they can kind of cover each other but um unlike rickon she understands that you need to zigzag so (laughs) (laughs) um and that's basically what she was doing yeah it was like okay if i it made sense if i either you know keep right down so they can't push they physically can't like aim them down far enough yeah. or i mean high enough to be over the top of them um and i keep moving they can't target her fast enough so uh, that that actually makes sense for me she's you know it it's i mean who needs three dragons when you've got an extremely pissed off danny on the back of drogon Is basically the the uh answer to that yeah. but yeah and and then when she was taking down the ones on the wall she was coming at them all from the side and then spinning around and coming at them from the other side so they physically can't move them around quick enough and although they are powerful weapons not everybody's as good a shot as you're in great joy no. you know yeah. uh, so they're they're cumbersome things to move around i i actually didn't you know and it, it sort of makes more sense that as well because Bear in mind that we know previous generations of Targaryens have taken the whole of Westeros using dragons. Mm. So this probably isn't the first time somebody came up with the idea of the scorpion. And the fact that Daenerys just figured out, oh, okay, yeah, we caught her by surprise last time, but it isn't going to do it do it this time. So it should be fairly easy to kind of, you know, completely annihilate them. I, I, I think that was actually all fine, and I know people were complaining about that, and I'm just like, well, no, it made that made perfect sense to me. I thought that was that was perfectly okay. Mm-hmm. It it's kind of funny how I
0: can compare <laughs> a bit of a football reference. How I can compare this to like Barcelona's defense against Liverpool because both <laughs> both Euron and Barcelona's defense fell asleep. They 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 got too relaxed. They thought that they'd won, and uh, yeah. well, uh, Alexander Arnold crosses the ball to Rigi, and uh, Drogon comes down and. <laughs> and uh destroys the uh the, the the boats and stuff um yeah yeah it's kind of funny how you can, I, I, can compare it in that way but yeah they think, they, they know, kind just, of like they were looking around and uh like euron is looking up in the sky and he's like oh yeah he's like not prepared basically it's what i'm trying to sort of put yeah, across yeah, and, and i quite I like mean, that as well yeah
1: you know you see they are expecting the dragon to arrive but I don't think they was, they were quite prepared for where it was coming from, how yeah. fast, you know, how much control she has over it. Now she knows what she's doing, and she's got that, you know, determination. I yeah, I it it actually made sense to me that I I had no problem with the fact that she managed to take out the fleet so easily. Had I, I think they just caught her unawares last time. They were not expecting the fleet to be there when they uh, went back to Dragonstone last time um but now they're at king's landing they know they're in a she knows she's in a fight she's got a lot of things to play for and that makes perfect sense to me um that that the way she took down the the walls and the way she took down the iron fleet i yeah i have no issue with that i think it was it was perfectly fine it makes sense that she'd understand what she needs to do this time around Mm.
0: Uh, Cersei refuses to, to, to surrender with the death toll rising on both sides. The remaining Lannister forces uh, surrender on their own and ring the uh, city bells without uh, Cersei's permission. Danny ignores the bells, having Drogon uh, incinerate fleeting soldiers and civilians alike. Grey Worm leads uh, Danny's army to slaughter Lannister soldiers who have already thrown down their swords, uh, with a horrified John unsuccessfully attempting to stop them. As Danny uh, reduces much of the city to rubble, just again going from left to right, and you can kind of see the view from uh, such window and stuff. Uh, John and Davos, uh, Seaworth uh, have their men fall back while Tyrion enters the city through the destroyed wall, uh, in utter shock at Danny's um, brutality. So yeah, this is
1: this is the battle, the start of it. Um, Yeah, and and I I, I did
0: kind of have that thought of like when you cut to, because obviously you have the, you have a lot of different views of, um, Danny destroying the city, which is like the views from, from the city, and and you can kind of see the dragon up above, and in the view from, um, you know, Cersei's window, and whatever, yeah. and actually, as you're looking at, um, from Cersei's window, and you can see this dragon just going left to right, and then, like, next row, left to right, sort of thing, um, I kind of kept thinking, like, okay, is she, is she gonna, like, stop at any point, is she gonna, burn the entire thing um i mean from this point to the end of the episode she just continues basically just yeah um and the 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 part where cersei's in and stuff like that and yeah it's just it's quite shocking to watch so
1: yeah i mean i and i think that's that's where the problem lies is the the motivation for her doing that is missing you know the there needed to be some fairly immediate catalyst like i say had euron managed to take out one of the dragons at the start uh, of this episode when she mm. took down the iron fleet had euron managed to take one of them out and that would have kind of put danny in that headspace of okay i'm just going to annihilate everything and you'd sort of get it then and it's still fine for John and the others to be completely horrified by it. But, you know, it maybe it gives a slight out for Danny. And the writers didn't want that, but they didn't. They hadn't got her to the point where you kind of thought that she would just snap like that. And that's where the disconnect comes from. Um, you know, it, it, they were surrendering and you know she's the breaker of chains and although these people weren't slaves they were innocents and I mean she does she does uh, yeah and she does say that you know well you know with marine and places like that they they did rise up themselves against their oppressors the problem is that when you're looking at King's Landing they don't necessarily feel they're being oppressed it's just this is the way it's always been um, you know they have freedom they just don't have you know they're just poor um, so it, it's there's a sort of difference they you know they're not actually slaves whereas they, they were uh, you know on on the previous occasions where she's cut you yeah know, where she's had people rise up um, and this comes back to that earlier comment when she's talking to john about you know Mm. ruling by fear that being so vital and just being brushed past you know uh, that as i said that again i think is something which really could have highlighted what was about to come and it it's not forced enough and it needs to be um gray worm i thought was interesting because gray worm is going to do whatever danny says and they do stop when the bells start to ring and then he sees Danny just go forward and just carry on incinerating everything. And Grey Cray- Worm's like, "Oh, okay, then, cool." And just carries going like, you know, throwing spears at them and, and just carries through. John is, of course, John, and is you know ends up stabbing one of his old own soldiers who's like going on a raping and pillaging spree. Yeah. So you know that is as you would expect. Um, Tyrion's got that look of. Oh crap, I think I backed a Mad Queen. Um so hmm. yes, yeah, sort of viserys was right. Ah uh, crap. Various was right, sorry. Um yeah, it, I mean I I I think with the exception of of that switch, which I mean of course is a big issue. Um what the stuff that comes after it and the way it's shot and all that sort of stuff, I think is absolutely fine. But I think oh, the yeah. problem is that that motivation for her to snap like that wasn't—they hadn't earned that. They, it wasn't there. And uh, the, it, what's frustrating is there were things they could have done fairly easily, like say move, you know, that shot that shot where she says, "Okay, I'll rule by fear." Moving the dragon to being killed this episode, little switches like that could have really pushed that motivation forward and the fact that they didn't do that and it seemed to come out of nowhere this episode and it yeah it's it a pacing issue and they could have done a bit better with that i think
0: mhm i mean yeah they could have cleaned up like uh, like uh, like you said switched some things around moved her motivations to like different places but um yeah i i mean this is kind of one of the points where like some of the some of the um i don't want to say internet necessarily some of the fan base will agree some of them will disagree some of them will be like and eh, this character kind of in line with what i said like there's a good person in this character that is like uh broken slaves out of chains and all that sort of stuff and like raised these dragons and all she wants is this power it's just this moment of moment of madness or you yeah, know long moment of madness um yeah but i think i kind of also think that even if um kind of a fun part of the discussion is let's say they did like clean up things a little bit better with her motivation there still would have been people that would have said like I, um like i don't quite agree with what danny's doing and i do think it's still fun no. to go and like discuss um okay should she or shouldn't she have done this and like how bad is it And i mean it's, it's you know fun to discuss the show and everything it, it, yeah and it does make another good point of discussion um and it it will still be a thing that a thing that people debate for a very long time. And like you said, it's going to be really interesting to see like yeah, uh, when when these Khaleesi babies grow up and stuff. And people say, <laughs> oh, you know, is that the woman? And then they may maybe they have a discussion about like um, was the character yeah. good, bad, and she had this moment of madness and um yeah it does still make the character irredeemable i still go with that yeah she yeah. burnt live lo- what like hundreds of thousands of innocent people but um yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good character snapping into uh a mad queen so yeah um, and
1: i i think it's it's not that over the whole series they haven't earned this because i think if you look at the various yeah. events that have got her to this point such as you know she did lose the dragon she just lost it last week um mm-hmm. you know and she had lot has lost two of her dragons at this point, which are, as she said many times before, these are her children. Um, So, you know, there's that. Um, The fact that, you know, she's been treated fairly badly and not really accepted in the way that, that, you know, I mean, she, she knew that she wouldn't be accepted necessarily when she came back, but she did hope that maybe winning the battles, you would see, you know, some favoritism towards her for the fact that she turned up and she fought for the North and you know, they, they saved the world from the night King. And you know, she was hoping that she'd get some credit for that. And they didn't, they gave all the credit to John. So you can see there, there are reasons for her getting to this point of the fact that she realized, you know, everybody does, you nobody seems to really particularly like her. She's lost two of her children to, this you know the Cersei and you know she sees King's Landing as the epitome of Cersei's power um Mm. so it's not like the character doesn't necessarily have a reason to do it I think it's just signposted very badly to get us to that point at that moment in this episode so you know they, they could have done that better it's it's not that she doesn't deserve to snap you know it's not that they hadn't earned her snapping it's just that they they hadn't earned it at that point in this episode and and i think that's where the disconnect is yeah
0: uh there's also people saying that this is like the worst episode of game of thrones and i would just say like just just no. just, just think, think about that a bit like i'm yeah. not gonna sit here and have a go at those people whatever but just just think about that a bit more
1: <laughs> yeah no like... it's it's not It yeah. it is so,
0: so um yeah there's that as well uh, then we move on to the, one of the points in the episode that I do have a problem with, uh, which is Jaime uh, kills Euron in a duel. Uh, though Jamie has suffered uh, grievous wounds, leaving him slowly progressing uh, to Cersei in the Red Keep. How does you? Eur- how does Euron best? I mean, he kill he does kill Euron, but how how does Euron get a shot in in here? Because uh, the m- the moment I saw Euron pull up from the water or whatever. I thought like, oh, Jamie's gonna kill him here, this will be the end of Euron and he'll still do what he does, which is walk through into the into the Red Keep to find Cersei, but doesn't get stabbed twice, so I, I didn't buy that at all that he would be able to, oh, no, to, I, to get a shot in. I didn't have um, I because, didn't really
1: have a Yeah, go on.
0: Because Euron's been like a cartoon character and Jamie's like well, a warrior stab- yeah, no, and everything. So
1: yeah, no, but that's Jamie pre um, J- Jamie, as it, it has been fairly well established, that Jamie is nowhere near the sword fighter he used to be since he lost his hand. Uh, understandably, you know, he's he's you know he's still a reasonable competent soldier, but he's not the fighter that he was. I mean, two handed Jamie would have just cut down Euron. I mean that. <laughs> you know i mean unquestionably if he'd got both his hands he would have done but he's he's not the fighter anywhere near the fighter he used to be um with one hand so that i didn't actually have any form of problem with at all
0: uh i mean i agree with that that he's like gone past his peak or whatever but it's just you're on i just don't buy him yeah
1: no i mean i the best of them well, Euron's Euron's kind of, you know, a dirty nasty piece of work and uh yeah. you know, he's he is as we've said before basically a pantomime villain right. throughout the the entire thing. And um I, yeah, I I didn't necessarily see those bit. I I didn't think, see Jamie as being the one to kill Euron. I thought um uh, Yara would probably be the one that comes back and, and manages to take out Euron possibly. You know, yeah. But <clears throat> yeah, so I, I mean it makes sense that you know the sort of two people fighting over Cersei I think makes sense. Um so I'm I'm not disappointed that it necessarily happened like this. And I I think you know, it shows how poor actually Euron is as a fighter that he can't even take Jamie on with one hand, you know? <laughs> when he's yeah, got one hand yeah,
0: so I guess so. Um yeah, that's that's just I mean he doesn't actually kill Jamie. Like he doesn't like slit his throat or something. He still he gets injured. Uh, He doesn't. He still progresses. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I I I think I would have actually had a bigger problem if he did like outright kill Jamie in that scene. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, I would have. That that would have been a problem if Euron had actually completely killed Jamie. That would have been an issue because I I don't think you can not have Euron killing a character like Jamie Lannister that really wouldn't have worked. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, there, there was always. I think that was fine. You know, the fact that he managed to get away, I think, made sense and the fact that Jamie definitely killed Yuran. But that's fine. Mm-hmm. Although I mean, again, he was still alive when you when Jamie walked away. I mean he was down yeah, and yeah, he had bleeding out, isn't he? So he was bleeding out. But he was technically still alive.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean if if you pops up next episode I'll find that very unbelievable. Yes. So, yes. Uh yeah. Uh, Sandor convinces Arya to give up her desire for re- revenge against Cersei so she might live because everything's crumbling around them and it kind of makes sense uh, yeah
1: what, what what did you think of that sort of decision so, yeah, again I? this was another thing that came in for criticism and I, I don't know I actually don't I, I didn't mind this I thought this sort of makes sense I mean particularly this is what, one bit that was shot brilliantly well because they made Arya look like a 12 year old girl again Um, oh, I mean yeah. really really did just the way it was sort of shot over the head and um you you look at that scene and it really looks like a young aria when she first met the hound you know and it's it's sandor basically imparting sort of fatherly wisdom to her and saying don't don't stay here don't be like me um Mm. you need to go the 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 place is crumbling around her it clearly is i mean aria although she's been in she was in the battle in the, uh, you know, fighting the, the dead in the North. Right. That's the yeah, first, the that, yeah. yeah, you know, killing the Night King. That is the first battle she'd been in. Um, I think, I mean, she'd not been in any big, you know, so she wasn't, well. battle yeah. with she wasn't in, you know, she's not been any, in any of the other big battles up until now. Mm. So yes, yeah, she was in the battle with the Night King, but this is the first sort of human on human, um, battle that she's been in. And, I mean, it looked fairly terrifying the way that was that was shot, and you could tell the place was coming down around them. And I I, I was okay with that. I thought that made perfect sense that she would actually listen, and, and you know, basically, if she's not dead yet, she will be very soon. Was basically what what the hand was saying to Aria, and. And she goes, yeah, you're probably right. You know, I mean, she's, obviously she's got this list that she's been trying to kill people on, but a lot of people on that list haven't been killed by her. They've been killed by other people or have died other ways. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, yeah, you know, it was pretty obvious that she was, that Cersei was not going to make it out of the situation alive. The, it was done. Arya didn't need to go and take her out herself. I'm I, I can sort of see why... You know, Sandor convincing Aria works. I that that I had no issue with that. I thought that was absolutely fine.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as Cersei and her men attempt to escape, uh, Sandor interrupts and swiftly and easily kills the, the queen's guard within a few seconds yeah. uh, to set up the duel between him and his uh, brother Clegane for the Clegane fight thing. Clegane ball. Clegane ball. Kyburn interjects and uh, is. Uh, Gregor easily kills him, like like he said yeah. sort of
1: literally just grabs his head and throws him, and he smashes yeah, his head on a lot. Like, like i still like. Was, I still was.
0: I'm not shocked by how easily he died, but I was shocked by, I guess, the scene, kind of like, oh, yeah, that, yeah that's how, it how, for Kyburn, sort of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. How quickly they they yeah. sort of killed him, and mm. uh, yeah, I mean that that whole scene was was interesting. um mm. Just you know, you know, you've got. Uh, the hound showing how competent a fighter he is i mean we've seen it before but you know the way he just takes out like what four queens guard just takes them out straight away yeah he's he's really good Mm -hmm. um you know and and the reaction of the mountain uh, as well of that although he's going uh, in his head as well yeah yeah like he
0: yeah kyber sort of like you know do what your queen tells you whatever or, or as your queen commands and then he's like I'm not only yeah. not going to do that, but I'm going to kill you as well. <laughs>
1: so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, that was great. And Cersei, leave, <laughs> Cersei leaving was hilarious. <laughs> just sort of like, like uh, yeah, okay, uh, then. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. just, I, I'll just, uh, I'll leave you guys to it. See ya, bye. <laughs> and just kind of creeping past. Because, <laughs> like, so, both, both like, we, you know, the the thing with like Sandor and Gregor were, we're this is, you know, this is between us and Cersei so just kind of slips past them and like oh, okay yeah that's fine I <laughs> I love that
0: I thought that was really good mm-hmm. uh and then of course they and ultimately Sandor tackles Gregor off the keep on to both to their deaths but there's a course of course a few bits that happens like I, he I mean, almost takes his eyes out and yeah. uh yeah did did you think that they were going to do because they've it's not the first time someone's head has been popped open on Game of Thrones no, no. um I kind of I... wondered if they were going to do it, and then once you saw like the, the little um, shot of him getting the sword, yeah. or, or the little dagger or whatever, stabbing the mountain, and then he's like, why won't you just die? And then he just pulls the, the knife out of his head, and then um, pushes him th- through the wall and everything. That
1: so... that fight sequence was probably the best, best, most well-done bit of the entire episode, actually. Um, yeah. I, it was incredibly satisfying, and the, ultimately, you know, the the fact that um Sandor sacrifices himself to take out his brother into a fiery pit. Mm. <laughs> I, I mean it the perfect, perfect way for them to go out, I thought. Um, really, really good. And uh, you yeah, know, the entire thing of when uh, the mountain's holding the hand up against the wall, and the hand's basically laughing at just the ridiculousness of it, of the fact that you know he stabbed him through the chest, he's like you know stabbed him in various other places, and this thing just won't go down. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's basically laughing at the fact that he's trying to kill something which is already dead um and and then he stabs him in the eye and he's like oh you're kidding me when he tries to pull pull it out you know Mm. i i I thought that whole sequence brilliantly brilliantly done between the pair of them and uh, a perfect ending for those two characters
0: yeah it's a little bit like in i don't know if you've played the resident evil 2 remake but um and it probably happens in the other resident evil games but, like, when you've got, you know, your normal zombie, not your Mr. X or whatever, but your normal zombie, and you, you, you pull off, like, two or three headshots, because they don't die from the first one, unless you get lucky, and then you you might end up shooting them nine times, because that's what I ended up doing with a couple of them, and then it's yeah. like, why would this thing just go down, and then, like, finally you, you get that shot off, and uh, what's called, apparently, a critical hit or whatever, and its head finally pops open on that, so... Um, yeah, a little bit like that when you when you know you've got a, a a powerful sort of enemy, I suppose, and they just won't go down, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, w- was very cool to see, and I I do like as well, uh, the shot of um that bit of light coming through the bricks with uh with the mountain, and you kind of see that and you think like, oh, we might like push him through. And yeah, yeah. He does and stuff. So yeah, a very very good end for, for both of them, and um yeah, the mountain didn't de- didn't defeat him, so that was good as well.
1: Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think Sandor definitely mm. won that
0: fight in the end. Yeah, I, I love the armour coming off as well. Like, first it's the helmet yeah, yeah, then yeah, it's the whole thing, and then you finally get to, to see him uh, in the flesh, I suppose. Yeah, because they oh.
1: basically kept him completely covered up until now, so... Mm.
0: Yeah. It's good. Uh, where have we? Uh, Jamie reunites with Cersei, uh, leading... Did I read all of that? Yeah, I did. Read yeah, that. yeah I did. Jamie reunites with Cersei, leading her through the crypt to try and escape. Uh, the damage to the Red Keep uh, causes this, the cellar to collapse, with Jamie confronting his sister in their, well, apparently their final moments. So, uh, again, they didn't show a shot confirming like, hey, rubble on top of Cersei and Jamie, they're both dead. It was like, rubble hits them, and then it cuts, and then they're supposed to be dead. Yeah. Or but um, I guess we'll definitely find out next episode. So. Yeah, we um, are assuming they're dead. Right. Um, it, it's interesting when you know when they go into the bit with the the dragon. Head thing and uh, or where that was and everything and Jamie's like looking at the bits of rubble and he's like oh we can't quite get out of here and this Cersei starts like I mean she starts breaking down and she's sort of like you know I don't want to die and all that and um I mean lot some people said like okay Jay there's no point in Jamie really killing Cersei in that moment because they're both sort of yeah they're both pretty much dead and like and, what what's he gonna do so
1: yeah and uh, plus I think at that point. It wouldn't make any sense for for Jamie to try and kill Cersei then, because I mean, as you say, they both seem fairly doomed. Um, she's already emotionally destroyed by that point. Right. You know, she's broken down.
0: The build up from before and stuff. So,
1: and and you know, it is it is the love of his life, essentially. I mean, you know, I, it is that that in that situation he's he's never gonna i mean it was always a bit dubious as to whether he would actually have the balls to to take out cersei anyway but in that particular situation there was no way he would he was going to do it because what would be the motivation to do it i mean it, in terms of you know and he's sort of well we're going to try and escape and bear in mind she is carrying his child so yeah uh, that as well. you know there is that as well it, it that, that actually makes sense um it is arguable whether killing them by dropping a castle on them <laughs> is necessarily the way that you want to see those characters go out. But, uh, yeah, I I don't know. Um, the, there's, there's arguments against that. And, you know, you wanted to maybe see a final battle between Cersei and Danny, But, um, you know, and you wanted to see Cersei's head come off. But, so there is that. I think it is appropriate that they maybe die together. Um, That that
0: makes sense, I suppose. Yeah,
1: you know, with Jamie trying to save her, and uh, I I mean, it's it's satisfying-ish, but I would I would have liked to have seen Cersei's head come off. You know, them catch her and take her down. But I think to do that, you would have you would have had to have taken the whole ending in an entirely different direction if you were going to do that. Um, I mean, it, it's funny because there were there were people complaining last week of, oh well, the Night King's not going to be the final battle. The final battle is going to be some pregnant tartan a, and a pirate boyfriend, and that obviously isn't going to be the final thing now because the final thing's probably going to be John versus Danny. But looks like yeah. Um, and this wasn't so much a battle as a slaughter, you know. So so it's yeah i i mean whatever they did i think it was going to get complaints um and i yeah I, I don't know maybe there will be there was a better way of of dealing with killing off cersei but i think the way that they did it assuming they are dead which you know mm-hmm. like say, Again, i'm just going off the thing one. that i've
0: seen characters die quote unquote before and this is another situation where like i don't quite i just don't quite quite buy it but if the, if it is their death i uh, okay sort of yeah um yeah i mean i mean i won't spoil early 24 legacy but you remember that drew character right yeah, <laughs> we yeah, thought yeah. he was dead and then he climbed out the window or whatever and uh yeah um we've, we've yeah. seen some things before so um yes. but there you go yeah uh Arya experiences the destruction of king's landing firsthand Uh barely escaping the burning city on horseback i really like the shot of like of all this destruction and fire and death there's this one horse that's just still standing and (laughs) even though it's not like uh, completely clean it is it is to me it's this thing of like okay there's still life in this in this place sort of thing there's still sort of um like good in this place i suppose and she's she just sees this one animal like standing there and you know it's not attacking her and she goes up to it and it's all, all kind of gentle and everything and yeah just after all the destruction and everything and all the death that we've just seen it's it's really kind of nice to see like okay there's still pure in this world i suppose um a- Aria yeah. as well because she because she is as well
1: i mean um, there has been various theories about you know the the symbolism of the white horse about whether it represents death um because you know there is a um there's the whole thing about a pale horse, you know, death rides, to pale horse and that sort of stuff. But so, so there, there is an argument to, the to say that maybe it's, maybe that's pointing towards Arya being the person that takes out Danny. But, um, yeah. you know, and it's, a, it's sort of symbolic in that way. Maybe it was just a white horse. We don't know. <laughs> uh but that whole sequence i thought was was beautifully beautifully shot i mean was, you know yeah. it really put you in the middle of the the sort of terror it's uh, the same way oh. of I, I think i think battle of the bastards is a is a better like, better episode overall um but it that battle sequence at the end uh which is miguel you know both shot by miguel um i think had that same sort of claustrophobic feel of, you know, things blowing up and you really felt like you were in the middle of King's Landing whilst things were going off. And, mm. you know, uh, is running around trying to save people, not doing a great job of it. You know, here you are all in this house, all nice and well, safe ish. And she's like, Oh, no, you're not safe here. Drags them outside and they immediately get mown down and then like burnt to death. So, you know, like, well, I, yeah, thanks for trying Arya but <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, it, it is. I mean it is sad to see the route that Danny's gone down. Um now that you th- we think about all this like burning and stuff, it's all oh, because of her. Yeah. Um, so it's it's quite sad. Uh yeah, the prediction that I wanted to kinda of bring up. Um now that of course Danny's gone Mad Queen and everything I think it will be, and this might sound kind of obvious, because my prediction before was uh, John dies taking out the Night King, obviously that's not going to happen now, uh, and then Danny sits on the throne and it's like, oh, it's a, it's a shame that John had to die. That, w- that was to me going to be kind of the bittersweet thing. Mm. I think what they could do now, um, and it won't necessarily be John on the throne, it depends what, what happens with that. I think it will be. Uh, let's say let's say Jon does sit on the throne, and it could be the case of like, okay, we won, we won the war, we we defeated Cersei and that, and we defeated the Night King, and everything's maybe good again and all that kind of stuff, because nobody else would really be after them, and like uh, the Starks are kind of settled and everything, and then it could be that thing of like, it's a shame Danny went mad and we had to kill her, so so you kind of switch them around a bit. Now different yeah. different things would happen to different characters because you've got the one hand where. John would have died taking out the Night King, obviously that didn't happen. And then you got the other hand where, uh, okay, we had to take out Danny because she went mad. So you got the both of the bittersweet things where one of them sits on the throne, one of them doesn't, the other one's dead. Uh, again, both for different reasons. Um, but that kind of thing of like it's a shame that happened, and they're not here with us, kind of
1: thing. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm really struggling with. I mean, you assume it won't be Danny, and you're kind of assuming it's John, but that seems a little obvious. Of course, we don't know whether the throne itself actually survived the whole destruction of King's Landing. I mean, most Mm -hmm. of it's rubble at this point or whether they even will end up ruling from King's Landing. Maybe it goes back to being a collection of separate kingdoms and nobody rules. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe but that's you, where they're going with it. I mean, it. you
0: could still do the same prediction that I had, but it could be, like, uh, Tyrion or, or whoever's going to be on the throne, but you still have the idea mm-hmm. of, like, okay, everybody everybody else is still alive, but we had to kill Danny because of the Mad Queen, and that's the bittersweet thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean. So, uh, that, I mean, predict can, that prediction could still work. It doesn't have to be done on the throne, though. So
1: Yeah. I did see one interesting, sort of, suggestion with you know the the whole aria running running through king's landing and sort of trying to rescue people and pull them out i saw Mm -hmm. a couple of suggestions there of you know had they not used aria for that um or maybe used aria and somebody else that would have been kind of interesting one of the suggestions i thought we that i saw was davos being the person that you're following through because he grew up in flea Bottom and you know he's trying to sort of rescue people from his home you know this is his home this is where he grew up um that would be kind of interesting the other the more interesting the more interesting one for me would have been had gendry been there and because mm. gendry grew up there and yeah. it would have been interesting and you know gendry is a Baratheon now, and. That would have given you, an, you know, a sort of impetus to maybe have Gendry in contention for the throne. Then, at that point, it, because he's seen the destruction that Danny suddenly created, and know, yeah, would want to, necess- might want to say, you know, get her off the throne and make sure she isn't the person that's in control. So that potentially would put Gendry on the opposite side. Mm. That I mean, that that would be possibility um if it may be being gendry running through the streets or gendry and Arya running through the streets um, so I, I you know i think that was maybe a slightly missed trick you could yeah you know, because at the moment we i mean we don't i'm not sure we know where gendry is did he stay up north i can't remember i think um, he did you know so. but if had gendry come down south with them and been in this battle with them then that that would have been kind of interesting to see uh, mm. so you know that would have been a possibility as well and gives you another option for the throne mm-hmm. uh do you agree that danny can has to die now
0: though because of i
1: think dogs? so i think yeah. you know given how blatantly you know they've centered down this mad queen queen route i i think yes i i i don't see how they will get to you know it, if you sort of end on the point where she's now on the throne that's a real kind of downer place i mean i know they've talked about it being bittersweet but that's a real downer place to end it on it's like this person that came in and slaughtered everybody is now the the person that sits on the throne uh because the only way that's going to happen if he's john dies um i think because Unless John somehow stands by her, but would you honestly trust her not to kill John after what she's just done? Yeah. So I, yeah. I think she has to. Surely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, we have an interesting
0: email which ties into uh, Danny, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, but yeah, that's the end of the episode, the end of the penultimate episode for Game of Thrones, and they have got the, uh, I guess, the last ever trailer for Game of Thrones out there, a the little promo thing. I did yeah. watch it. It doesn't show too much. It shows, Anything like, really? Yeah. yeah. It shows the city being destroyed, and it shows Danny walking. Forward, and that's about all it shows. Uh, It's like 20 seconds long, so Um, yeah. Last uh, penultimate episode for for Game of Thrones, and it's funny how it's been a theme of Game of Thrones to have the big episode be the penultimate one. And it's it's kind of, I mean, we had two of them because we had the big uh, uh, battle with the dead and everything, and now we got this, so you sort of had two of them. um, But this is again places the penultimate episode, so yeah, uh, that's interesting Mm -hmm. as well. Uh, But yes, Matthew with entertainment talk.org, Twitter. Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org Twitter etalkuk uh, There's the contact page and information in your show notes uh, Just a quick note about feedback And I will remind you guys next week uh, What we're doing, because obviously this is the, the Penultimate episode, we got the, we got some feedback here um, The series finale won't be your last chance To write in, because what we're going to do is Come back next week, do the series finale And uh, finish the season the Game of Thrones Then we're going to take, I think it's one week away yeah, uh, like a one week gap, uh, and then come back the week after that, and that episode will be your final chance to write in for, for Game of Thrones. But I will remind, I will remind you guys of this next week as well, and I'll probably post some stuff on Facebook and Twitter because uh, that will be our that podcast will be our wrap up for Game of Thrones, and of course that will close the uh, close the book that George hasn't written. Of Game of Thrones, <laughs> yes, uh, and everything. Um, so uh, yeah, this is your first kind of uh, note for that.
1: Spe- speaking of books, actually, you may have seen rumors flying around the internet about the fact that. George had apparently written the next two books and HBO had asked him to hold, him back, hold them back. He has posted himself on his own blog saying that's complete rubbish. He yeah. hasn't finished either of the books. Uh, that's not the case at all. Um, n- that would be ridiculous. You know, HBO, particularly the writers, would have been very, very happy to have the books to work from, uh, and they didn't. So, you know, uh, that that's not true if you see that story out there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Um, so yeah, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org dot Twitter E Talk UK, the contact page and information in your show notes. Mary says, so Danny went full cream What could she possibly say next to justify her actions? That's a very good question. had, uh, yeah. I'm yeah like, what,
1: like, oops, what, my bad. You know, going to be saying.
0: not just what she gonna, how she's gonna explain herself, but what's going to be the next thing that she says after that? Because there's obviously are the you... bit, like I said, of her walking on the ground, <laughs> which is you yeah, know, obviously she's gonna land at some point. Uh, what does she say next to like anybody so um, I, I'd be interested as well like what uh, kind of body language does she have what sort yeah, of expressions what, will she be showing like
1: what what will her and what does John say to her? Like? Yeah, yeah what will her mood be like what was, what does John say to her like they were mm. surrendering what the f- were you doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know I mean I uh... I mean, you've got some people who are always going to be loyal to her, like Grey Worm. But I mean, Tyrion. Uh, whether the Tyrion would actually speak up against her at this point, difficult to say because he knows his head's most likely to come off if he says anything that's like disappointing to her. Mm. Um, Jon is possibly the only one that might actually come forward and say something, and you don't know how well that's going to go down because might, you know, Grey Worm might end up trying to like take his head. So I, uh, mm. I don't know. I really don't know um Mm. i don't think there's anything really she can say that he's going to justify that i mean we're assuming that shot that we've seen in the trailer might just be after she's landed after the battle and uh, you know who knows um it's it's very difficult to tell where this is going to go for the final episode which is quite impressive actually that they've managed to do that that they've managed to keep it reasonably well wrapped up that you don't know but yeah i suppose so. so
0: um, but yeah, because I, I guess I spoke before about like you know when they got that shot of her face uh, b- before she's about to you know fly off with Drogan and burn burn the city, and you you can mm-hmm. see a lot of different emotions there, and obviously she's thinking about a lot of stuff. So that's kind of the before, and what we see for the after, it'd be interesting to see. So, uh, but I, I can't quite answer that question because I'm not Danny, and I haven't <laughs> done that. So uh, in terms of what she could possibly say, I mean, I don't know because it's I'm not in that mindset. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um Kathleen says I don't like how Jamie was able to be bested in a fight with Euron doesn't make much sense considering that Euron is a cartoon character. Um so kind of echoing a bit of what I said and I've also seen obviously other people talk about that. Um But yeah, would, like yeah. like I said, if if um if he had have killed Jamie, that would have been so much worse. But I guess we've kind of because at the time when I initially came out with that thought, I wasn't thinking about what you said, which is that he's gone past his peak, Jamie.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. And like the I, whole I think hand and everything. You know, so ja- Jamie, Jamie at his prime would have just slaughtered Euron. I mean, without any question at all. I, I think at this point, it's been very well established that Jamie is not the fighter that he used to be. You know, um, the you know he had some training from Bron on using his sword because the hand hand that went was his sword hand so you know he's, he's had some training using the sword in his other hand but he's you know he's just about competent as a swordsman in his other hand and quite lucky up until this point but he's not He's not the swordsman that you know. Was the Kingslayer? Was the hero of of the various battles previously? Mm. That is not the Jaime that you're seeing now. He's a very very different person. And even then, he was still relatively evenly matched with Euron. So I yeah I and, and Euron's, Euron's not incapable. You know I mean, he's he's a reasonably capable fighter. So I, I think I think the fact that Euron couldn't even beat him when he had one hand, he says an awful lot so i i i didn't have an issue with that i i thought that was absolutely fine
0: um yeah do Do you think with like euron's i get because he's got a bit of madness in him hasn't he because there's a whole like pant villain cartoon thing that we've sort of discussed so i guess that helps him as well in in the fight against jamie yeah 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 so, so yeah uh, and yeah, that's all the that's all the feedback we have. That's all the emails and stuff that we we have to talk about. Uh, so thank you in thank you those two that that wrote in, uh, and like you said, do write in with your thoughts and feelings and everything on the ending of Game of Thrones next week. Uh, and then remember, in two weeks after that, we'll be back for the uh, series wrap up. So um, yeah, so I won't ask you like final thoughts on Game of Thrones yet because we'll be we'll be doing that in later episodes. Uh, yes, but thank you everybody very very much for listening. That's what we got for you for this episode of Game of Thrones. Uh, you can find all the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. If you'd like to support the podcast, support entertainment talk, there's patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. That's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. Amazon affiliate link, that's where you can shop on Amazon. We'll get a small cut, but it won't cost you anything extra. Uh iTunes feeds, please rate, review, and subscribe to those. And uh, you don't have to rate uh, you don't have to review the feed, you can also just rate it. Just click on the star rating. Uh remember that the United cast is fairly new as well, so that one will be helpful to, to get some ratings in for that. But if you don't want to mess around with any of that stuff word of mouth, just tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds uh, that will help us out as well um, and I'm sure I'm sure, next week people will be talking about Game of Thrones so uh, <laughs> uh, tell those people that you're talking to uh, about game, about the podcast, website the iTunes feeds, all that stuff that will help us out as well uh, and of course we've got Endgame coverage out there which is still I believe making good money and everything uh, and all the other games and shows and films that we cover as well so look out for that stuff uh yeah you can share the posts on facebook retweet them on twitter put them in different facebook groups if you're allowed to because some admins don't allow that video games if you want to watch me robert or david play different video games me and david have got twitch streaming channels robert's got one on mixer thank you all very much for listening and uh yeah we've got a couple of season finales coming up we've got the dc shows coming into an end game of thrones obviously coming into an end i zombies in its final season which has kind of just started uh so yeah check out all the stuff that we got on entertainmenttalk.org Thank you for listening, and we shall see you next week for the first ever series finale that we've ever covered. So that will be quite a historic week. Uh, So thank (laughs) you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.
1: Bye.